With Luke and Susie and Faith Family Culture, it is time to explore our uh, our basic understanding of productivity, of how we get the most out of our day, how we get the most out of our life, and how do we actually have things that we feel good about how we're living in our family, in our work, and everything that's going on. Kate Christie is the author of Me First, and we're, we're going through a Productivity Basics um, series, and we talked about planning, and you had some really great advice for us, but the thing that does my head in as much as anything else is the calendar stuff. And I love the digital calendar, but I hate the digital calendar. <laughs> the digital calendar really works for me, but it doesn't really work for me. <laughs> like, depending on what angle I'm thinking about. I had a, a, a colleague, Kate, who had everything he was going to do in the calendar and color-coded in certain ways, and he was meticulous on following it. I, I could have all of those plans in the world last about five minutes into the first item and it's out the window uh, how do we make sure that our calendar is working for us and not feeling like it's the greatest source of our stress? Yeah, okay. So I'm um, probably unfortunately for you, I'm very like that colleague you mentioned. <laughs> uh, I, I love my Google Calendar. I, I think um, regardless, a couple of tricks. Firstly, you want to have one source of truth. Yeah. So if you want to be online in the cloud, um, then a calendar like a Google Calendar is brilliant. Some people prefer pen and paper, um, and that's brilliant. Whatever works for you, yeah. stick with it. Um, don't have multiple calendars on the go. That's the first thing I'd say. The second thing is can I just if add a technical? Are, can I add a technical thing to that? I've got multiple yeah. calendars, but they're all shared with each other, so I have one view. So different emails, different roles, and it just. But I still have that one source of a login is this and I see them all and they're color-coded to which role that they are assigned to. But, okay. but just because just because you have multiple calendars, you can still execute your thing of have one source of this one is where I see it all. Yep. Yeah, yeah, which is great. And I think the other thing that's useful about either a, a, a cloud or calendar in the cloud or a a handwritten calendar is that there's the ability for it to cover cross family as yeah. well. So you want to have everybody's obligations yeah. in the calendar. Uh-huh. Um, in terms of sticking to your calendar, particularly if you have a family, a really great habit to get into is just to open the calendar on a Sunday night at dinner and just have that family discussion. Who has what this week? Yeah. You know, are there extra music lessons that have creeped in. Has someone got an exam they're preparing for? Um, it Has sport been cancelled? Where are your parents? Whatever the combination is, who's where? And you, you want to have that as a family meeting just so everybody's on the same page. Um, colours do work well within a calendar. Uh, our brain loves calendar. Um, our brain loves calendar. Our brain loves colours. Right. So, for example, I often use red in my calendar as a an alert to me that this is a task that really must occur. Now, last time we spoke about deadlines and I love a deadline and I love all my deadlines to be complied with, but sometimes we have to be kind to ourselves. We have to have some flexibility. Nothing's locked in concrete unless in my calendar it's red, in which case uh. it is locked in concrete. Um, we also... Use some sort of softer colours in your calendar. You don't want everything to be a bold primary colour because it right. can be just a little bit challenging and overwhelming to our brain. So apart from using red, when I use other colours to, say, indicate that something is one of my kids has to do or something that's not 
an urgent obligation, I use a softer color because I don't want to overwhelm myself. Yeah. Um, other things with your calendars is don't um, have your, your day is not a marathon. Okay, we're not going from task to task to task to task and overfilling our day because it's it's incredibly overwhelming. We want to work um, or play in sort of 30 to 45-minute sprints or bursts. And then in between each of those sprints, we want to have a 10 to 15-minute break. So we need to build in breaks into our calendars because, again, if they're there, you know, your breaks are a deadline for your brain as well. So do you put the line in your calendar, break, and actually assign that like a meeting? Yes, I do. So I have my calendar set up so that there's the morning routine followed straight by my first high-value task for the day. Then I have break in my calendar for, say, 15 minutes. Then I have my next task. Then I have break. And I do that all the way through to lunch when I have a proper break, a a 45-minute break. Straight after that lunch break, what I build into my calendar is a yellow buffer. And I call it buffer and it lasts for 45 minutes straight after lunch. Now, what that means is that I then have my lunch 45 minutes plus my buffer 45 minutes. So I have an hour and a half so that if something does go AWOL or comes at me from left field or there's an emergency or a crisis or some sort of unexpected calamity, I've got an hour and a half that I can play with and move my calendar around to accommodate that emergency or that crisis or that unexpected event so that I'm not then having to shuffle 13 meetings because they're all back-to-back. Yeah. When the pressure of a day comes on and there's things that are out of your control or there are things that they might technically be within your control but the consequences maybe professionally if you don't take a meeting and and it all builds up and there's all these justifications for why, well, I'm going to take that buffer and then I'm going to take that break and then that's going to disappear and then then suddenly – like it, it gets all gone and then you're you are overwhelmed and you're pressured and so this is where I think the part of the calendar really stresses me out is the more meticulous I get with the more I'm aware of how I've got too much on <laughs> it's almost ignorance is sometimes what gets me through <laughs> whereas when I'm well detailed there's no more ignorance and it, and it freaks me I, out I don't think you, you you then don't want to overschedule your day so even though my calendar has got everything in it that I need, basically the way mine's set up is that the mornings are scheduled because that's my best brain time. I'm fresh. I have energy. I have enthusiasm. I'm engaged. So for my best brain time, I schedule my hardest work and that takes me up to lunch. The afternoons, generally I don't schedule. So I just have time to work or not at the pace I want through the process-driven type tasks. That's where I work on emails or I'll check in with the team or, I'm, you know, I'll ring some clients and I'm easier on myself. So I, I highly drive my mornings and highly schedule my mornings and then my afternoons is much more of a kind of a free-for-all. I still get work done yeah. and I still get a lot done, but I don't have that overwhelming pressure of my whole day being scheduled. Yeah. I had, uh, when, it, when it comes to different things like drop off and pick up at different stages where I've been involved in this for the kids, um, to, there's 
the ability for me to say, well, I don't need to be there right on the, the right time to pick them up. They can just hang there for a little bit. So if I have some work, it can stretch out. And, and then I find myself that always taking that opportunity and then loaded and there's no space and I'm stressing from one thing to the other. So I kind of talked myself into, no, 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 I've got to put it in the calendar that I've got to leave in order to be there absolutely for when they walk out. Not because of them, but because when I do that, I at least have 10 minutes in the car where I just sit <laughs> and just kind of go... Oh. <laughs> and it's like it, it was I, my brain did it because of the kids, but in reality it was because of me. Yeah, yeah. And I think we just, as individuals, we just need to be aware of what stresses us out in terms of our scheduling and our timing and our calendars. And if if the look of a overscheduled calendar does stress you out, then don't overschedule your calendar. And, and and I know that sounds trite, but ultimately yeah. there's we only have a certain amount of hours each day and we should not be trying to overfill our day. Yeah. it's uh, The challenge is sometimes it is much simpler than we allow, our brain tries to convince us it is. We, we do have control. Exactly. We do have more choice than we ever give ourselves credit for with some of this stuff. We do. Um, Just keep it simple. Kate Christie, the author of Me First, thank you so much for our Calendar Basics time. Thanks so much, Luke.